0: guided fishing podcast we made it to second week episode two <laughs> hey we forgot we're, we pretty much made it oh we're on there we're in there I mean, we're we're, we're, we're all, established we're now. everywhere around the world you can drop you <laughs> can find us we're heroes uh, yeah. um we're gonna do introductions this week we thought we'd do part two of what it takes to get in this business series but dave had a great idea hey you forgot to introduce ourselves last week so we're probably going to do that today yeah. get the to part two next week
1: yeah we are
0: misguided after all we are misguided we don't know what the hell we're doing we have a hard time keeping it going day to day anyway i'm donnie davis um owner operator captain bus boy whatever you want to call it doa charters starting year 20 i mean it's 21 20 22 somewhere in there been doing a long time Wow, and, yeah, veteran.
1: How many guys are have have been doing it for over twenty years? Inshore guys,
0: more than that me. you can think of. Almost everybody at the fishing center. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow, um, that's cool. Brian, Sarah, Dave, Reese, Aaron, D Hart. A lot of guys. I mean, if you're listening to it outside of Dare County, you don't know who I'm talking about. But there's a, there are a number of guys that have been into it, been in it a long time, and. Um,
1: it I takes guess, a lot to stay in this business for twenty yeah, plus yeah. years.
0: Anyway, Dave, tell them about yourself.
1: Dave Lusk, Salt Minded Charters. Uh, I've been at it for a measly seven years. Um Yeah, I'm out of Wanches.
0: What well, what'd you call it the other day? <clears throat> seven is you, you seven a, year itch. I, hit, I think you they you say hit that. the wall. You hit the wall at hit seven the, years. Yeah. You gotta decide whether you're gonna keep going and with the grind <laughs> <laughs> or you're just gonna pack yeah. it in. Yeah, I think you're There's right. That,
1: that, that that's probably the, the the hill, if you will. You, uh, you're gonna keep going, or you're just gonna fall off and I, I be remember really tired. And then of it. we
0: thought I thought about it like my seventh year, I didn't do shit. I left the boat in the driveway. Didn't paint the fucking bottom. Didn't wash the <laughs> leaves out. Just <laughs> took her back <laughs> and went fishing. By. Dirty, yeah, just uh, uh, getting by. And I guess I had to make no. It
1: a I, I still love it, man. Um, I am I'm not going anywhere. Um, still enjoyable. There's definitely some days you just want to beat your head against the wall, but overall man we've got it made it's a it's a great gig
0: and that's a great segue because what we want to do today we thought we'd just tell a couple of stories about and we've been in this business that's one thing we've accumulated is stories yeah i'm not an expert i had a friend the other night on the phone call me well you have put yourself in this position to be an expert now no i'm not an expert i don't know how to quantify being an expert in a charter fishery what I have is experience, and Dave's got it too, man. You go every day. You go 100 some days a year. You're gonna you're gonna get some experience. Mm. A lot of times, the experience isn't, isn't necessarily the good kind of experience. Yeah. And um, I guess that's what I want to do. I want to tell you a little bit about. And I wait. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with my very first trip.
1: You okay. remember your first trip? My very Back first in trip in 1918.
0: <laughs> Steam <laughs> engines, <laughs> paddle wheels friend of mine from college I was in grad school at the time and she booked me she, and she said I'm going to be your very first client and I said all right that's great man I appreciate it she goes, no you're going to I'm going to pay you and everything it's going to be a real trip I said yeah it's got to be I got, I got a boat payment now
1: yeah
0: we went we were going to go live bait some stripers around the bridge we used to catch really neat fish that stripes down the sides they live in freshwater and saltwater kind of cool hmm. um going to catch some croakers take the croakers put them on a hook put them down bottom let the striper come eat them. Heavy action. It used to be. 45 minutes into the trip, she asked me why there was water around her ankles. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Forgot, to Forgot to put the fucking plug in on my very first trip. <laughs> I was so nervous, dude. Went uh, back to the dock. So you were trailering, trailering at the time. Trailering at the time, which will I'll get into. Don't it do that. <laughs> Just put it in the water. Anyway, done. trip number one didn't go as well as I wanted it to I think we took after like an hour it had to drain forever to get all the water out there was so what'd you do just steam back to the dock throw steam, it on the trailer there really is no steaming when your water's coming up uh, on your deck you kind <laughs> get of get back to the dock like a tugboat you're plowing like yeah got her back to the dock got her up on the trailer so she wouldn't sink enough and then as water kept coming out put her more and more on the trailer more and more more and more water came out yeah anyway trip number one of on the DOA. she's a memorable one did you catch any fish no I don't even remember mm. catching fish. Did she oh. give you a second chance? <laughs> yeah, she fished with me for a number of years before she got smart and <laughs> went to went to med school or something.
1: Oh uh, man. Anyway, let's um, see. I'm trying to think if I I got a good one that was very near the. I, it wasn't my first trip, but it was probably like my third. And um, I tra- I was trailering as well, and we fished out of Pirates Cove. <clears throat> I was trailer to the boat ramp there and I think we fished like three hours. We didn't catch anything at the three spots that I had at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I had like been catching some fish on the other side of the island. And uh, I was like, y'all, we're going to put on the trailer. The wind had calmed down that we're going to throw it on the trailer. We're going to go put out this other boat ramp and I know we're going to go get them over there. So I think it took some convincing to get them to like follow me <laughs> to the other side of the island to go fish behind one. they
0: what have we done? Who have we given? They're like, like Who? what have we? Do? Yeah. Do we already pay them? Do we have to they, do this? I think
1: they thought that I was trying to like sell them on more time. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, I don't know. I think four hours. And I was like, look, I just want to take y'all to go catch a fish. So we went back there to the backside and we put out in Bowser Town Ramp and and by that time I didn't know at the time, but like. Middle of the day, sometimes you get a little calm, period, and then about 2 o'clock, it just comes up <laughs> ripping. So we got out there, and it was already rough as shit, blowing <laughs> southwest. <laughs> and we didn't catch anything back there. I think we caught like one or two little trout. But um, anyway, where I'm getting with this is we, we were coming back to the dock, and it was just... We were done. They weren't talking to me anymore. <laughs> it Which was, is where I'm going. It, yeah. was a, it was a just a bus. But, um, we got back to the dock and I, and I had tied the line off the dock and, you know, on the cleat of my boat and I hopped off the boat and I was going to pull the boat back to the dock. And I guess I couldn't tie knots at the time either, but my rope ripped off my cleat. And I fucking fell backwards (laughs) into the water (laughs) at the boat. (laughs) Went swimming, phone in my pocket. And then the boat had actually like bounced off the dock and drifted back to the other side of the channel. So I was like, I climbed back up the dock. And I was like just standing there sopping wet, trying to tell them how to get the boat, like launch the trolling motor and get the boat back to the (laughs) professional it was a complete disaster true professional they did not come back the next year but if you're watching you happen to be watching i've come along give me one more shot (laughs) that was classic oh man i I get people sopping wet just
0: all the time To go man what tell us some stories about the great fishing you've had and yeah I, I go i just go blank <laughs> i mean because it's not there's the, so many you just don't the, know which one to tell them <laughs> it's just it's really not the great fishing that i that sticks out it's, yeah it's the freaking bad ones I it mean, is man. the bad ones that stick in my mind yeah which brings me to another one. Oh, good oh <laughs> um, we got first year in business again so i got
1: a plug in where tr- there's a trend yeah. here
0: yeah first year in business and i've got a couple of spots now mm-hmm. halfway through the summer i'm accumulating yeah one of them i didn't have <laughs> <laughs> oh. And well, same type of deal i i took these people I ran them from pirates Cove boat ramp all the way out to the 65 degree to tower to catch jacks because i'd learned how to do that yeah we didn't catch any fucking jacks oh no so now I'm 16 miles off. The You're beach. committed. At I'm that 16 point. miles off the beach with a skunk sitting on a skunk, and I think my friend called me. I had service out there. Something. I started coming back and I got service. They had the drum in the back behind P Island, schooled up, nice. and they were catching them. And I steam all the way from the 65 down Davis and around. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's down there behind New Inlet, so like eight miles south of the inlet. Yeah, in the back. And I can see them, and we're getting there. And I can hear you can hear people, you know, hooting holler, and it's like a half dozen boats back there, and they got them, and
1: yeah, people like are they're, screaming. They're like stoked. puppy drum, or? yeah, puppy drum. Man. Yeah, they got cool. them, they
0: got them bottled up, and they're stoked, and mm-hmm. and I'm coming in hot, man, like five thousand, just, and all of a sudden, i piled her up, piled her up, motor shoots up, rooster oh, tail, no. and, and you just, I, I mean, I'm like, not even a quarter of a mile, probably a couple hundred yards from the from the place, in the. Everybody with their fishing is just, like, looking at me. You ran them all out of there, probably. <laughs> the people are looking. And now now I'm piled up. Did you say, so all right, we're here. Get out. This is where you got
1: to the rest of the way.
0: The lesson <laughs> that I tell people now, when you run aground, just turn around and go back the same way you came. Because yeah. you knew there was enough water to get there. Right. I didn't adhere to that. I tried to keep on going. Oh. So I piled her up. And now I'm going to keep on going, though. Boom. Boom, boom. Oh, eventually no. the alarm goes off i've, I've overheated my motor
1: <laughs> you got i'm not pissing. motor's sand. not pissing
0: yeah it just it, the buzzer's going off and i'm trying and i'm just like oh man this is did so you, embarrassing you get
1: everybody out of the water and eventually I had,
0: eventually i had to get everybody out of the water yeah eventually they got back in the boat because they were having a i had a tow rope over my shoulder pulling my
1: boat <laughs> you're like this is living the and dream this is where that's they what went. we call living and the and this dream. is where the
0: hashtag on the bow came from it's when your people are so disgusted with you that they move to as far away from you to the front of the boat they can and don't speak to you yeah not speaking to each other or you that's funny hashtag on the bow they were on the bow i had to get a piece of wire out there and shove it around and finally i got it pissed enough where i could
1: get back to the dock just still hands
0: done one hands down one of the worst trips i've ever taken people
1: on dude it's kind of treacherous back there man you can get in trouble back there easily
0: yeah but it's a lot better when nobody's around to see you get in trouble
1: yeah so (laughs) that kind of brings me to my next story actually it's not very long but it's very similar we i had one guy um i was in my other boat before the one i have now and um it was one of those days that was like just as calm as it possibly gets. Like there was, it was just a sheet of glass and we were back there, which actually makes it hard to kind of navigate yeah. back there. You can't <laughs> see where you're going. But anyway, that does that didn't even factor in here. We um we were kind of fishing some grass and we were catching a few drum or whatever. But actually the water was kind of low and we could see tailing drum. Like we don't see that very often. No. Tailing drum. So it was legit tailing drum and they were up there a little shallower than i could get so i was like doug the guy's name was doug i was like doug let's 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 just wade into them man i'll throw the anchor out and we're gonna wade into these fish and and um you know we'll get them it's just they're they were everywhere it was crazy i had not seen that before but anyway so we throw the anchor we hop out of the boat we wade and we're just catching tailing drum we're like high-fiving it's like the best thing ever (laughs) and then the 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 sky to the west is getting gray like it does in the middle of the summertime. And it was like, man, I was like, Doug, we need to get out of here, man. This, this storm, it's starting to thunder a little bit. You know, it was very clear we were getting ready to just get gobbled up. <laughs> so we get back to the boat, and, dude, she is high and dry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could not even move it. The tide had just gone out. We, we were probably walking around for like two hours, and just I just didn't even pay attention at all. We tried to push... And push, and the boat was literally like sitting sideways on the sandbar. I mean, we could not move it an inch, dude. And I was like thinking, what are we gonna do here? I didn't, I didn't know like anybody that was still out. You know, it was late afternoon. The storms were coming in. I don't know. I just started flipping through my phone book, and I eventually got up with D (laughs) Hart. D Hart was at the Oregon Inlet boat ramp, and he had just like I think he had already put it on the trailer. And I was like, D Hart, man, you gotta come get me. I'm. Out here in the middle of nowhere, there's a huge thunderstorm coming. I can't move my boat an inch. And anyway, we had to wade like probably three, four hundred yards to the channel to meet B Hart. But we hopped in with him. It was already raining by the time he got to us, and I just left my boat out there all night long. <laughs> And the next day, I had to cancel my trip for the morning because my boat was in the middle of the sound, anchored up. I grabbed my (laughs) kayak and kayaked out to it the next morning. (laughs) Threw the kayak in the fucking boat and drove home. It was great. But he actually fished with me like three or four days later. when He brought his kids, and he was definitely like a little hesitant about where we were going and what we were doing. Oh, man. That was a good one there. Uh, Let me...
0: I don't know. You, I don't know if I want to tell the one about the birds and my chum slick. That's not. that's probably not suitable. When I got food, when I, my body <laughs> shut down on me.
1: Oh yeah, I remember that
0: one. <laughs> that got That was a little gnarly. Yeah. Um, my wife. Right when I first met my wife, and I didn't eat a whole lot or stay hydrated on the boat, and yeah, that's a I'd problem. Chew tobacco all day and just get dehydrated, and my body shut down, and um, I had to jump overboard and void my bowels (laughs) and i look behind me and the birds are picking in my slick (laughs) you had a full slick i had a full slick going nice shamathon and um i got back in the boat and it happened again and i had to get back out of the boat and eventually my body just shut down and the guy had to drive me back to the dock really it was that bad somebody had to drive me back to the dock and he fished with me three or four more years and reminded me, and I think he told everybody in Northern Virginia the story. Yeah, I'm sure Because every time somebody from D.C. would fish with me, they'd tell me the story. <laughs> You'd hear it again. He was a, you know, a president of an angler's club up there, and I'm sure he told it. A, a Man, moment.
1: I tell you what, I, I can definitely think of some times where you're just up in the tower and you, know, you just don't come down. You, you feel like it's going to be a missed opportunity if you come down and have a glass yeah. of water yeah. or just do whatever. You just end up staying up there for eight hours, and I can see that happening for sure. Yeah, i will do better now. That's good. You got any more for me? Um You got to have one more. Oh, I got a ton. <laughs> I got a ton. I got a good one for um it's not so much funny, but it was kind of just a miracle the way it unfolded C- catching some cobias and we were down in like Buxton, I think, or I think we were on the shoals maybe, and um probably ended up being one of the best cobia catches that we, I've ever had. When I was broke
0: down in the driveway and y'all caught him yeah i don't
1: even think we were we knew each other no but i remember the day yeah yeah i was broke down in the driveway so um not fishing oh you weren't fishing y'all were catching i don't think i should tell you this one i
0: know i'm sure it's no i know the
1: story but anyway so we had um some really good fishing we had some really clear water and uh, i actually had a makeup trip that threw together a, a I think I had four or five guys on the boat, but anyway, we had some really good fishing down there. And I think we ended up with like a six, couple 60 pounders, a 50 pounder and a bunch of other 20, 30, pound. I mean, it was really good fishing, but the most notable catch was, uh, that, which I think is still the biggest fish on my boat, which was 78 pounds. But the way that it unfolded was just, it didn't even make sense that we ended up with him in the boat. Well, he- do tell. <laughs> okay. We we hooked him once and fought him to the boat and I think at the time I was this was only like my second year of business, so I didn't really know what I was doing. I still don't really know what I was doing, but I know a little bit more. Anyway, I was gaffing like underneath. Did you ever do that? No, I didn't. Oh, good. <laughs> don't do it. I don't know why. It seemed like it made more sense to me at the time, but I would gaff like under the fish and pull it in that way and I don't know. It worked a few times, but it didn't work very well in this case. So I gaffed him underneath one time and it flopped off and it stayed on the hook that time. Swam back down. We fought him again for another 10 or 15 minutes. I mean, this is a big fish and he came back up again and we stuck him again and somehow he flopped off the gap again (laughs) and he stayed buttoned up again. I'm pretty sure he stayed up twice and fought him another five or 10 minutes and, um, Got him back up again and gaffed him again. He fell off for the third time, and he broke the line. Gone. But he wasn't gone. (laughs) (laughs) He had so many puncture wounds in him that he was, like, bleeding out. And the water was so clear that we could, like, see him. And he was just, like, had a steady stream of blood coming out of him, and he would... And it was so clear that we could watch him like go down like 12, 15 feet underwater and I would just stay over top of him and he would come <laughs> back up to the top. Like he was dying and he would come back up the top and then we'd like spook him and he'd swim back down and dude, we followed him around for like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes like that. I mean, he was bleeding out the whole time. You could see just a string of blood behind him. But finally, one of the guys snagged it, snagged his tail, <laughs> snagged him with a bucktail, and brought him back to the boat. And we finally stuck him and got him in the boat. He was a seventy-eight pounder. You think he was eighty before
0: you put all the holes in? He might have. He was definitely,
1: yeah. He was probably eighty. It's pretty But hard. that was a that was a miracle. Yeah, that's that was a pretty catch though. <laughs> that was a fun day. The underhanded the gap. Under, yeah, don't do that. Snagged. Go over the back. It I works lost a, lot a very
0: big fish once, talking shit because we. I had him. I told the people when I get him on the gap we don't lose him. It's over. I lost him. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> It lost my gaff too. Monster. It was a nice fish over 70, but Oof. I was talking shit you so know when I get him on the gaff I don't lose him. I stuck him. Yeah. He flipped, ripped my gaff out of my arm. No. I broke the line. I lost my gaff, my my custom gaff and uh And your pride. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> They've never fished with me again.
1: Well, you know we forgot. We forgot our fishing report. No, you're going to do the fishing report. It's reporting. 18 minutes. We we got a few Few minutes left. We forgot our fish Well, report. I
0: sat at the dock every day, so. I don't yeah, we've had some.
1: What? Man, we've had some really tough weather this season. I mean, some of the worst conditions I can remember.
0: It's been tough, man. More you know, days. I've been
1: fishing in the rain some days. I had my lower station helm was broke down, so I was driving <laughs> from the tower in the pouring rain, <laughs> just looking like an idiot, feeling like an idiot. But we got out there some days. The fishing has definitely it's still decent but it ain't what it was in the sound we've had some pretty good trout but the the class is kind of a little smaller um it's just taking a little more work to get what you need but um i don't know if it has to do with the rain just the conditions the northeast wind the colder i I don't know it's been a little bit tougher but we've had still some okay catches
0: yeah hopefully next week everything will be back to normal yeah 75 78 degree water and we'll well, I better fish report mm-hmm. i didn't catch shit i didn't fish today thursday was we did make it
1: in the ocean today
0: did make it in the ocean on thursday i didn't i didn't expect to we made it out there caught one you
1: caught one we were heroes yeah <laughs> yeah we saw five today we caught a little pair of throwbacks and there was plenty of life out there man we caught a black tip shark and there were some bait balls there was some just a light some life out there so hopefully the next couple days we'll be able to pick up a few more i mean this time last year you couldn't catch a kobe to save your life so happy to have them
0: yeah anyway that's about all i got man stories um tune in i'll be glad to tell you more deprecating self-deprecating stories anytime you want i've got plenty plenty of of those look make me look like a fool anyway donnie doa dave salt minded
1: yep so next episode we're going to pick up where we left off on the uh Running a fishing business, charter fishing business. Yeah. Appreciate the support so far, guys. Man, we're uh, we're excited. We got some products to showcase coming up, and we got some guests coming up. So um, some stuff in the works. We're on
0: um, YouTube, misguided fishing on YouTube. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify,
1: and Google. That's that's your side of it. You just send me the link. (laughs) Thanks.
0: Check (laughs) it out. We'll see you next week.
1: See you guys.